0: Thank you. My name is Jack Oatway. And I'm Jay Oatway, and this is Like Dragon, Like Son. The only father-son podcast out there that talks
1: about all things D&D. Yeah, we are definitely out there. (laughs) Uh, And yeah, we're two generations given two different spins on various hot takes that we have of our favorite role-playing game, Dungeons & Dragons. And speaking of hot takes,
0: boy, do we have one today. Something that came up in a discussion we had the other day. Sitting around the lunch
1: table, talking about, you know... I don't know what we're talking about. Robots came up though somehow. Sure. And, and what did you say? You thought I think Reborn are the ultimate robot over Warforged. So, uh, I'm like, okay, you're on. Let's let's well, take this to the the listeners. Let's go out to Radio Land and let's debate this live. Here we are. Sure. I mean, for the great ultimate decider for once and for all whether Warforged or Reborn make a better robot
0: or a better race in general
1: okay fine and uh yep winner buys lunch
0: (laughs) what (laughs) all right well well, let's start with your case then let's start with the warforged
1: um all right so
0: we can talk about all sorts of different aspects warforged
1: are great (laughs) um this is how we're gonna do this uh they are living steel and stone formed from a blend of organic and inorganic materials. You can imagine it like root-like cords infused with alchemical fluids serving as their muscles wrapped around a framework of steel, dark wood, or stone. Armored plates form a protective outer shell and reinforced joints. And, uh, and that's like, and that just right there is, is like, this is, this is my juggernaut warrior, a massive brute big frame or you can like trim it down make them all like skirmisher crafted from wood and light mithril you know and and they are still living they rest they heal um medicine uh skills still work on them and and that's all like super cool now i know they're largely considered an eberron race but they they actually have been quite well placed in in many other campaign settings um, and you can do them a number of different ways, uh, as to, you know, how somebody either was made as a, like born as a war forged, or perhaps, you know, uh, to steal your thunder completely, you know, you could have some sort of process, magical process that had put their previous soul from their human body or whatever race body into the warforged. There's no reason you can't go that way. It's D and D. Quick wave of the hand and presto changeo. You're a warforged, um, and uh, and you can either ignore gender completely or you can make it as you know, gender, whatever it is you want. Um, all pretty cool. And let, let's look at his warforged traits now. All right, out of the box, you get a plus two to constitution. That is a nice buff right there. It's like an extra hit point every level. Right. And uh, and you might actually even make a good wizard with this because you are going to be so sure. Uh, passing your good old uh, uh, concentration checks with ease. You also get another ability score increase of plus one to put wherever you want, um, depending on what kind of class you're deciding to go with. Uh, they they have no idea how old a Warforge could live to be so you could make this really ancient if you wanted you could be like a lost artifact from a forgotten time all sorts of cool things you can do with that you're immune to magical aging effects so you can be super duper old um kind of fun also you're immune to a ton of, of or things. very young you could be too you know, um, fresh out the oven you could be uh, I've seen quite a few people play that sort of direction with them as well, if you like doing that sort of thing. Um, Again, should also be up to the DM a little bit, and we'll talk about why this sure. is a little problematic. You've got a 30-foot walking speed, so nothing unusual or special about that, uh, pretty standard. Um, but your that constitution is also, it gets more than just a plus two. You also get advantage on saving throws against being poisoned. Which are almost always constitution. Um, so you got advanced advantage on those. Be but you're not perk. immune is the thing. Well, that's but, but you are resistant to poison damage. So sure. it's only takes half, which is nice. You don't need to eat, drink, or breathe. So that's good. Um, and you're immune to diseases, which that's super great. Uh, especially if you're playing in my campaigns where I disease the hell out of my players. Um... And you don't need to sleep magic. Can't put you to sleep. Now it's not quite, um, you don't need to sleep. You do actually still need to take a long rest to get a benefit of a long rest, but they call it a century's rest. So, which basically means that while everybody else has to have six hours of, of shut eye, you do not, you can just sit there inactive, motionless, but still, even though you appear inert. You're not unconscious you can still see and hear as normal so you basically can prevent the party from being surprised and having their throat slit in the night because you can see when the banditos are sneaking out of the bushes and you can say alert alert wake up everybody or whatever your favorite robot voice is right danger will robinson uh and you get some integrated protection which is pretty awesome so You know, especially if you're thinking about tanking, or even if you're not, maybe as a wizard, an extra plus one bonus to armor class. Do you know how special that is in D anD D? Getting any lift to your AC is a big, big deal. So, hey, yay for Warforge for making you super powerful like that. Um, and when you don armor, it basically becomes like incorporated into your body. Honestly, it's a a bit of a drawback. No, into an hour. Why? Because it's like. It takes
0: way longer. Well maybe it doesn't. I don't actually know the normal process of donning armor, but it seems like you can only wear armor with you have proficiency,
1: like I mean it can't be removed from you, I don't believe, but like it's Come like on. how many of... times in your games are is armor being put on or taken off of I guess. players. I mean Still, and it, it does actually have there's a table for it. It is slow work for heavy armor. Um, and you can't sleep in heavy armor. You never let your player sleep in he- heavy armor uh folks listening right now pro tip you got to make them take it off which means when you attack them at night they're not wearing it which is pretty awesome actually it's um, interesting i never really thought about that and uh and so that's fun and uh, anyways while you live your armor can't be removed from your body and we're going to get into some more of those things in a minute but i'm going to throw back to you oh sure. wait i've got one couple of things left to say right uh, you gain things. you gain uh one skill proficiency and one dual agency It mean, ain't so bad. Okay. Okay. Um, and uh, and you also pick up an additional language on top of common. Interesting. Right. We hop over to the reborn, which is sucky. Better. That's frankly. how we're, we're that's how we're we're winning this debate today. We're just going to randomly <laughs> throw insults. This is at not a you. debate.
0: This is a conversation. I don't know why you made this into some this in theater. Some of us have to win. No, it's. I, I like the reborn cuz it's it's less I feel constricting in terms of setting. I mean Warforge is very much so an Eberron construct. Um, haha funny pun. But, but reborn well, isn't. Reborn's very much a Van
1: Richten's construct. Not at
0: all. It's I a mean Ravenloft re- thingy. Not at all. I mean re I mean it has a lore which kind of goes wherever you want. I mean it gives you suggestions for all the different dark not all some of the different dark realms. But it very much so is far more versatile and makes more sense with most d d realms Forgotten Realms being I suppose the you know key example you, could more you than see a it, War Force could you see
1: is. it in Icewind Dale setting totally
0: why not uh,
1: Saltmarsh sure Sword
0: Coast Ghost of Saltmarsh definitely Sword Coast what, what's that is well Forgotten could it realms. be a could it be a piratey thing totally I mean some sort of like person drowned at the bottom of the sea that came up with like a warlock patron that could be the fun the Jones thing Sure, totally. I mean, Dead Men,
1: tell, I've heard that movie was bad, though. Well, well I don't know. I mean, it, Pirates of the Caribbean does sort of seem to have reborn-esque sure. characters in it. Totally. I mean, it makes perfect
0: sense. Jack Sparrow could very well be a reborn. Who, who mm-hmm. knows? But the point, I mean, even then you think Icewind Dale, maybe, sp- you know, the Frost of Oral has kept the soul in this body or whatever, however you want to. All right, well, explain to us how this soul thing. What, what is sure. this body? What's going on? I don't get it. Death isn't always the end. Yes, it is. The reborn exemplify this, being individuals who have died yet somehow still live. Some reborn exhibit the scars of their fatal ends, their ashen flesh or bloodless bloodless veins making it clear that they've been touched by death. Other reborn are marvels of magic or science being stitched together from disparate beings or bearing mysterious mind in manufactured bodies.
1: It's alive!
0: Very much so, more Frankenstein, but out the gate you could just be some soul plucked and put into this robot you know in type form you think uh, to me i think if you're familiar with full metal alchemist uh alphonse yeah uh, the younger brother who's put into this big mechanical suit is definitely not a warforged no you're right he is a reborn totally
1: through and through Yeah. You know well, and actually when they take the suit of armor off of him isn't it kind of invisible on the inside like if the helm well, there's nothing inside and, yeah, no i mean he's together, just yeah. i mean people say oh he's a totally a warforged." are you kidding me he's no hollow. he's reborn yeah.
0: you know i mean it's more of a ghost really Sure. I mean, in talk to your DM, like most settings, there aren't people mass producing robots, but there may be chances for you to be magically
1: put inside a metallic body. Sure. And like, I think that's what we're arguing here is like, we're going to put this either a Warforged or a Reborn into a Forgotten Realms or hom- Homebrew similar yeah, type system. Yeah, or any setting, right? That, that isn't, isn't just Eberron. Yeah, that isn't an, as a non-Eberron or in this case, also a non-Ravenloft <laughs> yeah, as well, right? but Ravenloft is very diverse true though in terms
0: of the features we get uh all like of the lineages if you will so you could frankly be a race before and turn into a robot which is the thing I love about Reborn is that you could be just playing a human whoop dee doop doo but you die and it's like oh well I, I we don't, don't got anything I let's don't put think, you in a
1: robot body but I don't think you you know with a hand wave you could say the same thing about your
0: warforged background absolutely not your, your Warforged background is you were produced by someone I don't know
1: house to in an or setting whatever, I think like, you can yes if you're playing Eberron for sure but you can hand wave that away as a DM in another setting
0: sure and, but what do you say about Warforged why, why are you always a Warforged what, what was the deal there well it's you know?
1: just, it just gives us a a, a well established canonical uh, race type that we've got loads of pictures and art and images for to like build our ideas I say sure. that Reborn is all
0: that and more Ooh, okay, I mean, seriously, what 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 is missing in, in Reborn? Instead of just having to take constitution, you get full freedom with your ability score increase. You could take two in constitution like the Warforged, or you could do anything else. In addition, you gain another score increased by one, very similar to the Warforged, but this is like super customizable. So wait, is
1: there a plus two and a plus
0: one? So it's a plus two and a plus one, or alternatively, three plus ones. Or, or 1 plus 3. No,
1: no 1 plus 3. They, why, why can't they you avoid that? that for a reason. In fact, they don't. If you go into D&D Beyond, but you can actually it, do it.
0: It says here you increase one of those scores by two, increase a different score by one. Yeah, well, D&D Beyond is just If you can slip it enough.
1: past your DM without them noticing. Okay, that's not what we're encouraging
0: here. <laughs> not slipping. No one's slipping anything past.
1: Really, folks out there, you, you should be trying to cheat your DM as much as you can, as often as you can yeah uh players at the table no. love it when you do stuff like that
0: in terms of languages it's the same where you get common or another of your choice but you can alter this as if you want with new tasha so rules so it's the same number of languages as warforged same number of languages uh and your creature type is not just humanoid which is perhaps even better towards that idea of being a robot Does so you have four legs um uh, maybe six there's no nothing eight eight saying you can't be a spider. <laughs> could be a little spider robot why not but here's our reborn faded memories and I love that the reborn has a bunch of tables giving you ideas of what faded memories you have from a previous life or a previous body or a previous soul form and now your origins as a reborn you know there's some that are literally just like uh you're turned into robot type thing you know but I love like the way it's like can be a little bit more complex you know like some here say you woke in an abandoned laboratory alongside complex designs for clockwork organs, you know? Or, or perhaps you were petrified for a very long time and you you know were awakened but you're still parts of you are still stone or metal or whatever it was or in public you pass as an unremarkable individual but you can feel the itchy straw stuffing inside you i mean we talked Ooh, about yeah. this race you could in be a, a scarecrow totally i mean why stick with just the classical metal
1: cling clang robot yeah, you know yeah. or you're this is sand fantasy or right i mean be a little bit and more you get creatively. stabbed instead of like blood coming out of you sand pours out of you <laughs> that'd be fun that'd be crazy that freaked people out yeah totally All right, so wait a sec so you're saying now to me that there's more role play potential Mm-hmm. with reborn reborn than there was war not saying there is no re- potential
0: with warforged because there definitely is in eberron where talk about house caneth what what's wh- why are you
1: made what do you do after the which, war which i war mean were you fighting in on which sure. side where what's but that also go, that goes into when you're playing in eberron you need to understand eberron lore and all of that jazz it's true
0: where with Th- this we're taking character, the
1: warforged out of that space it becomes maybe less role play. it's the whole question is why were you created and what are you doing now i mean well, i mean a backstory is a backstory anybody true, can write true, you know true, a 25 true. page backstory with like their their family tree going back At seven team, generations it feels like more to this that's, you know that's really what your dm wants you from you when you write a backstory is mm. you know seven generations of family history oh uh i
0: forgot ua it was in addition like a different creature type but i believe this is just humanoid as well so we're not actually undead or <laughs> I mean, you could
1: be, who cares? Why well, not? I mean, it does matter. I mean, I think, yeah, they they've took out the, hey, you're playing an undead creature. Or construct. Um, I mean, that. I think, so I think the origins of the Reborn comes out of Curse of Strahd from uh, an NPC, Revenant, who keeps getting reborn and trying to attack Strahd and getting killed and then being reborn and keeps going after Strahd again and again and again. Mm. He's too weak to sort of takes stride out on his own and dies but it never stops he just keeps coming so it's a real continuous pain in the butt for strud um, and a possible interesting story hook for your players i think part of the idea of something creature like this is that hey what if you were that revenant
0: true and it, it this specifically doesn't even have to be a robot you know mm. it could be just some like unfinished business you know Rose you from the dead once again? Perhaps a contract with some other being as well
1: yeah. to keep or you moving. Some sort of crazy life vendetta or sure. death vendetta or whatever vendetta that has to be fulfilled, or you just keep getting sent back. Yeah, I mean, um, it makes me think very much so, of zealot barbarian style. You know, kind of fun that. Um, but okay, tell me though, how do you you compare? With on all the, the not having to eat, drink, breathe. Well, I also don't need to eat, drink, or
0: breathe. No. I have advantage on death-saving throws. Oh, well, hey, that's always handy. I have advantage on saving throws against disease and being poisoned. Not immune to disease, but advantage against disease and being poisoned and resistance to poison damage.
1: So same, same, same-ish.
0: So I, I lose immunity to disease, but in exchange gain advantage on death saves. Which is kind of handy, I guess.
1: Mm. I mean, uh, if, if there's one role that you you want extra want chance to uh, yeah. at rolling a, if you fail it, you're like, well, I can try again. Hey, yeah. 50, that 50. Prevents we'll that prevents like, that
0: one, hopefully. You know? I mean,
1: you can roll it under 10 twice, but that's, you know, true. It, I'd rather have Still. two tries at it than one. That's... very
0: true. You don't need to sleep and magic can't put you to sleep and you can finish a long rest in four hours. If you spend those hours in active motionless state during which you retain consciousness. So it's even shorter than the war forged. So what? Yeah. How many hours? just for like an
1: elf. So but you're out completely out for those 4 nope, hours. You're conscious. So you're you're elf timing and conscious. And conscious.
0: Damn. You're better than Fortunately, I don't get the +1 to AC and I can't integrate armor into me. Uh, yeah. But on the flip side, you gain knowledge from a past life. When you make an ability check that uses a skill, you can roll a d6 immediately after seeing the number on a d20 and add the number on the D6 for the check. And number of times he gives a proficiency bonus per long rest. So this starts twice, but then, you know, scales as you level up, giving you essentially a couple of free extra D6s to your rolls all the time. Well, frequently. All right. Well, that's better than a poke in the eye, I guess. True. I mean, it not saves or attacks, but skills. I mean, that also sort of balances out with that. Instead of gaining proficiency with a skill and language, I gain proficiency, or I gain a D6, which on- sometimes is can be way better than proficiency. Yeah. I mean, on, on average, it's a plus three on average, it's better out the gate. But yeah, I mean, as you get to higher levels, you'd rather have proficiency in that, but again, but it, this sh- is any skill, but you this can shift no. it around, it's, it's, it's a bit like, it's a bit like carrying D6, bardic you know?
1: inspiration around
0: with you. A number of times you lose a proficiency bonus a low level bardic just for inspiration. you, kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, it's okay. Um, and it doesn't have to be things that you're proficient or not proficient in, it's literally
1: any check you make, you got a D six to it. Okay um so there's one other thing and this is my uh you know this this here is my sort of right this is the the game changer this is the icing on the cake this is my
0: sorry one more thing two skills of your choice oh that's not too bad there you go so instead
1: of a tool it's another skill um so to sweeten my my deal just that much more i offer you warforged components for your warforged now, these are, are specially made awesomeness that only Warforged are allowed to have. It, uh, is there a Reborn components magic item list somewhere that are just for Reborn? No, no, I'm sure there isn't. I went and, and searched it up and there isn't. It doesn't exist. But the Warforged one does. There's a few fun ones here. Uh, first of all, for those of you who like your melee combat, it's an arm blade magic weapon that attaches to your arm and becomes inseparable from you. As long as you're attuned to it, uh, it's a common item. Um, and, uh, basically as a bonus action, you can retract the blade shink into your forearm, uh, or shink extend it from there while it's extended, you can use the weapon as if you were holding it. Um, but you can't use that hand for anything else. So basically it's just a hidden sword in your arm it comes out and becomes. it looks cool though like this your whole like it extends out and your arm becomes an arm sword come on why can't you just flavor that with your reborn You're, you can't have that for reborn
0: you can't totally
1: no yeah. it's a very it's, it's a mechanically thing
0: why isn't a reborn mechanical we've gone over this
1: I, I know but they don't have fancy things like that I guess um, but arm blade is okay. also very obron. and also here's here's a rare wondrous item that requires attunement by a war forged okay okay it's called a docent. It's a small metal sphere about two inches across, studded with dragon shards. Also Eberron. Yep. You attune to docent, uh, to a docent. Um, you, to attune to it, you must embed it somewhere in your body, such as your chest or an eye socket. And it's sentient, right? So it's like it's like your if you're Iron Man, it's like Friday. Uh, a docent <laughs> is a sentient item of any alignment with an intelligence of 16, wisdom of 14, and charisma of 14. It perceives the world through your senses and it communicates telepathically with you, just like an iron man. It's like, Oh boss, there's problems here. Oh, got a call coming in from your, from pepper. Um, and, uh, you it telepathically, um, communicates with you and can speak, read, and understand any language it knows, uh, support, life. It offers you also life support. Whenever you end your turn with zero hit points mr oh i'm gonna re-roll my death saves i'm like nah the docent makes a wisdom medicine check check with a plus six bonus and if it succeeds boom you're stabilized done done how's that for life support um it then also may have some of the following random properties doesn't heal you it gives you some extra languages maybe uh, maybe com- well common giant you get and 1d4 additional ones oh, uh giant. the dn might know um so you could have like suddenly become like fluent in all the things that you need to be fluent in because the docent can translate for you. And then more skills. The docent has plus seven bonus plus seven to one of the following skills, uh, arcana history, investigation or nature. Those are good ones. Uh, and the docent knows one of the following spells and can cast it.
0: At will you Require can no cast it, components though,
1: but the detect and cast evil it. and good detect or detect magic can you cast it or does the DM have to cast
0: it I guess it gets its own uh, initiative role maybe <laughs> does it say that no then it know. doesn't uh,
1: I'm confused as to what this means
0: do I get a control and it has a this, little personality
1: or? no it's sentient it's like it's so the NPC. DM gets to cast a spell it's an NPC that lives inside you that the, uh, that you DM's, have to attune to the DM always talking to you with
0: I don't know if I like that at all. Oh,
1: come on. That is such a cool thing that only Warforged get. That only characters in Eberron can get. Uh, I, I, you could easily
0: Look, if you're playing Eberron, homebrew just take this Warforged, into something okay? Else. If you're playing Eberron, take Warforged. And then if, if you not, want to make a Warforged
1: wizard, which actually is kind of a cool idea. Or a Reborn wizard, uh, also very cool. Yeah, but do they have a wand sheath? Common wondrous item. Anybody can pick one of these up. But it requires attunement by a Warforged. Uh, a wand sheath clamps onto your arm and imparts the following benefits. It can't be removed while you're tuned to it. You can insert a wand into the sheath, sheath as an action, um, but it can only hold one wand at a time and then you can retract or basically extend the wand from the sheath as a bonus action and while extended, you can use it as your spell casting focus, as if you're holding it, but your hand remains free. Hey, fun. Okay. Uh, so now we, we've, we've got, you know, jazz hands. We can put, like, you know, stuff in that hand now. Like, I don't know, sword, shield, you name it. Two swords, whatever. Um, and. Uh,
0: cool. But you, do, but you do have to attune to it. <laughs> no so
1: difference. that does eat up an attunement slot. So just, yeah. you know, a little think about that. Um, for a spellcasting focus, that's a kind of a, maybe a big ask. But. Hands-free spellcasting. woohoo, Fun times. <laughs> so yeah, that's it. That's, that's hey, why hey, Warforged's is better. All of that put together. criticism,
0: though, of that. Clearly. The DM had to have given you that, is all I'm saying. No, it's a common item. You can probably buy that at the local no, hardware store. No, the, but the, what if the DM says it's not at the hardware store? This is what I'm saying. It's entirely reliant upon the DM. First level, you're not getting any of these things. Look, most DMs give out magic items like they're candy. I do, but look... Who, I mean, depends on setting. If you're not an Eberron, there won't be a dosen or a, a wand sheath or an arm blade, will there? It, there will be if you bug your DM enough about it. And that's not the lesson or, we want to have or today. If the DM we just don't want to bug our DMs. If the DM up
1: yeah, you can pick up a couple common magic items. Boom, arm blade and wand sheath. You're done. I'd rather have a ruby of the warm age. Oh, my God. Make yeah, my you're, sword you're into right. a...
0: a well, Weapon, you know, or a uh, focus, sorry, sword into a weapon. If only my sword could be a D- weapon. weapon. Damn it. Bug
1: your DM, see if he'll give you a sword that's a weapon. Yeah. Too many DMs just giving swords that aren't weapons. There's like little squeaky fake ones. Yeah. Everybody's got nerf swords, and suddenly you show up with a real metal
0: one. was like, like, whoa, whoa what do you, what's going on here? I like the LARP session. It's like you go full. <laughs> I brought this steel katana. Whoa,
1: whoa, what do you think it's like? Sharpened, like razor blade sharp. And it's like, watch me lop off people's arms. Um, yeah. I, I thought you said we we're we're doing a lopping session. No, I said larping. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. So, yeah, fun times. Fun uh, times. So it's obvious that
0: Warforged only work in Eberron, and if you're in Eberron, I suggest that you take Warforged over Reborn because they exist for a reason. But say you're in Eberron and you don't just want to play a little clanging metal piece that's bound to the House Kenneth. Perhaps you play a reborn, and also in any other setting that is an Eberron, it is the optimal choice. If you want to play that robot friend, that reanimated corpse, that vengeful spirit, the reborn is your go-to race.
1: Yeah, I uh, I'm glad that you bring this up because I think a lot of people out there don't realize it. You know? Think about reborn as a robot race potentially or as a alternative mm. to warforged and if you like the look and feel of the warforged or the the warforged art that's out there for a character design it works perfectly you can start reborn. with that take reborn put it in there or even if you find any sort of fantasy art robot stuff i mean there's there's a million different ways you could do it and i think maybe i mean for me as well as much as i've tried to my best to convince everybody that Warforged is the best. I don't think I was convinced going into this either. Yeah. Um, but people I like are so the, caught I like up the, on I like the flexibility. Well, I think there's an interesting vibe to it. Exactly, but um, that's what I'm
0: saying. Instead of being stuck to this whole Eberron lore, you can still get the cool vibe right. of Warforged there's, I mean, comes, all the calories. Eberron comes with a
1: lot more steampunky sort of vibe anyways, and not every setting plays well with that. So the nice thing about the Reborn one is that you can find a way... To get just the right look Mm. and flavor and balance uh, of a living construct of some sort. Totally, I mean, it's almost Um, entirely
0: the same feature,
1: you know. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, it's just a little bit more flexible, even, and and more role play flavor in it. Totally, more, it's yeah. There is there's very. There's not a huge amount of difference between the two, except that I mean with a reborn you could really be in a flesh and blood body if you wanted as well. Totally. Um just so much more than a elf. You could, could be, an elf, story you could be a, an elf stuck in a dwarf body. <laughs> which would be funny. Uh, or the vice versa, dwarf in an elf body. Um and you could you could do your funny, deep Scottish voice with this like with this elven, very like skinny, yeah. lithe, um, female elf body and you could have this really deep baritone, oh. grumbly dwarf voice. Um and that—that's actually, actually, now that I've said that out loud, that I'm—I <laughs> want to play that so bad. Uh, uh, um, yeah, maybe I convince your DM fine. to allow you
0: to ignore feat prerequisites, pick up Dwarven Fortitude as an elf. Well, maybe it's interesting, a reborn, and that's an uh,
1: argument that maybe you could make as a as a reborn player as well, saying to your DM, "Hey, since I used to be this race." Could I still have that? But I'll Jeremy ignore, Crawford says no. But uh, but well, I mean, Jeremy Crawford doesn't own D anD D. True. I mean, he may have official rules, but you know, I don't know anybody who is any good at D anD D who plays by the official rules. Mm. It's good to know what mm. they are, but then out there in homebrew land, folks make the game yours. Just do throw what you it need to the do. Um, there's no way that you're going to break the game, so <laughs> go for it. Yeah. Do what you want have fun um but if you are live streaming it for millions of people who are giving you money just, just you just you might want to be very clear with your audience what the set of rules are that you're playing with sure. otherwise they will lose their minds and go crazy on like the fact that you're doing it freaking wrong wrong is only only a miscommunication of what rules are we playing by
0: and is table with yourself if you're just having fun and a good time it doesn't matter. I
1: know. So sometimes I just have like monsters made up and characters made up, and I play both sides, and okay. I have like voices, and I talk to the characters, and then I roll for the monsters attack, and I roll for the players attack. That's kind of sad. You you don't do this.
0: <laughs> you just play D and D by yourself. Just,
1: what, would you need other people to play D and D with? Oh dear. Maybe we got to get you some new reborn friends. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, uh, D and D's fun by yourself. Uh, just try it sometime.
0: Yeah. Alright, folks, this is a little bit of a shorter episode today, just over half an hour. I hope you enjoyed our <laughs> funny debate discussion. If you have any disagreements, how to make a points. better robot. Yeah. And it turns out it was reborn. It was
1: reborn all along. Yes, the best r- robots were the ones you met along the way, or that died and came back. Alright, see you later, guys. Have a good week. Bye bye.